With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network of Podcasts. This is Megatron, leader of the Predacons, and you're listening to all things Transformers. Predacons, terrorize! This is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to all things Transformers. Hello and welcome to All Things Transformers. I'm your host, Steve Megatron. Joining me on this adventure into the Transformers fandom for the last time in 2023 is TFG1 Mike. Hello. 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 Well then, it's been about two and a half months. It sure has. Yeah. So we have a ton of stuff to get through tonight. First two things, Transformers 1. A, as of Christmas Day, the Toy Line Street date has been revealed. It will be September, uh, August 1st the, is when the Transformers 1 toys will hit for 2024 in time for the release of the film on September 13th of 2024. And apparently there's going to be a new gimmick line for the movie titled Transformers 1 Prime Changers. Each toy is priced at 60 bucks. However, do bear nope. in mind that this price tag is from an overseas listing that TFW 2005 received. Actual prices in the United States may vary. <laughs> Prime Changers, isn't that similar to what they did like years ago? one-step changers or something i don't know so there's something. that yeah something so there's that and then way back in october they uh hasbro had applied for various trademarks uh for entertainment services namely the production and distribution of the motion pictures toy and action figure toy vehicles toy robots convertible into other visual toy forms etc uh, downloadable games, printed children activity books, things like that. So Transformers 1 for the 40th anniversary, they are going all in and getting the Transformers brand back to kids when it comes to the media and entertainment. Not that it wasn't already, but it just seems like, hey, it's been 40 years, let's reset. Which, hey, maybe they need a reset. I don't think this is going to do it. <laughs> you I really no don't. I, I, I feel like I, I feel like they're going to do like the prime changers thing i feel like that's going to be the gimmick that we got with you know prime and bumblebee and those guys having like an add-on that makes them have mm-hmm. a beast mode like yeah. i don't feel like we're going to get anything of substance out of that 
Like, I feel like that's what the prime changers are going to be. Now, when you say you feel like we're not going to get out of that, do you mean we as in us old people or children? I don't think anybody's going to get anything of substance, like, in general. Like, those those Leo Prime or, or Bumblebird or, you know, things that were kind of floating around from the Rise of the Beast, all of it's shell-forming. Like, a majority of the Rise of the Beast stuff is still on the shelves. Like, in mm-hmm. full stock. <laughs> and to me, that's that's very telling. Not only one of, of two different things. Uh, there's too many price points, too many options, and mm-hmm. there's too many gimmicks. They had too much going on during a, a lot of these recent, uh, between Earthspark and Legacy and uh, the Studio Series and Rise of the Beast. I feel like there was way too much going on, and they <laughs> essentially deluded themselves to the point that people just didn't care, or they bought what they wanted, and then the rest of it has been sitting on the shelf. A lot of it, I mean... There's still the Studio Series 86 Starscream sitting on shelf because they refused to clearance it out. Like, there's there's so much of these figures that are stuck on the shelves, I don't feel like Transformers 1 is going to save it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's no Beast Wars, or we don't know if it's going to be any Beast Wars, but do you feel like they clearanced out Studio, the older Studio 86 stuff that people would actually buy it that don't already have it, or have has everybody that wants that stuff already gotten it? I feel like the boat was missed on it. I feel like a lot of people got it when it first came out, and then it's kind of been meh ever since. Now, I've not seen... Now, whenever an Optimus Prime hits, like, for instance, uh, Laser Optimus Prime or Armada Optimus Prime... Those are gone in an instant. That is affirmative. Any yeah. any of those, you know, the War for Cybertron, like any of those primes are gone. Everything else is fair game to sit on the shelf. Yep. And I've seen Armada Megatrons. I've seen uh, a lot of the legacy stuff is still on the shelves that has been out over the last year or two. A lot of the, the Toxitron series stuff is still shelf warming. I, I feel like we've hit this kind of plateau, not only of just people losing their jobs and, you know, the economy tanking and then things costing more. And I, I feel like we've hit this point of how many times are we going to milk G1? Yeah. And for that instance, I mean, Beast Wars 2. I mean, when you're doing the reissues for one, none of those have sold. They're still holding on to Wolf Fang uh, from at the Walmarts, and they they're selling them for. They were trying to sell them for twenty seven when they were new. The reissue of that figure. Now, granted, it's not that impressive of a toy. Mm-hmm. I was interested in it just because I wanted to mod it, but I wasn't willing to pay twenty seven dollars for it. I'm still not willing to pay twenty, which is what they've knocked it down to. And all of them are sitting in clearance at every Walmart I've gone to. And it's hilarious to me that they just won't get rid of them. Uh, same reason when we had the reissue Optimus Primal and Beast Megatron. And I found one in the store of the Beast Megatron in clearance, no doubt, for... Uh, they had them for 18 or 9... or I think it was... No, it was like 20, 29 in their clearance aisle. And I found mm-hmm. it online for 12 And they wouldn't sell me the one in the store for 12 even though it was sitting in their store. 
Wow. And it was fulfilled by Walmart on their online thing. So it's like, what, what's the difference here? I sh- looking back, I should have just taken it to customer service and made them like make a big deal out of it. But, but at the, you know, whatever it is what it is. Like I didn't really need it. I just was like, Oh, for 12 bucks, I'll pick it up. But I mean, I think that's, I think that's kind of the main thing here. We're, I mean, next year we're getting transformers, GI Joe, Mobat, Optimus prime with general Hawk, which I think that will sell really well. It'll be expensive yeah. though. It'll probably be about 90 bucks. Like the, the Megatron was for the his tank. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get the general or the generation studio series, uh, Voyager 86 blaster and eject, uh, which will, you know, be basically a retool of the, the legacy war for Cybertron stuff, which again, that'll probably sell. And then like the mix mashers, I don't feel like those are going to do anything. I've heard that they're going to have a studio series 86 Optimus prime. If they do, that is going to sell like hotcakes. Mm-hmm. everybody's going to want one and that will be so rare to get that you might as well just pre-order on like bbts or something and just wait oh yeah amazing a booby trap that actually catches boobies now i i'm fortunate where i'm at and with my job travels i'm close enough to enough walmarts that i could take a lunch break and i could go to pretty much any of them i mean right. there's three within 20 minutes of my uh of the headquarters of where i work so, I mean, I could hit up literally any Walmart yeah. and, and check it out. And for the most part, I'll, I'll probably find what I'm looking for within a couple of weeks of it hitting street date mm-hmm. or sometimes before. It just depends. But it's always at Walmart. I'll, I'll see it ahead of time. I'll, you know, that's where I've gotten predominantly most of my figures when I find them is Walmart. And I'll find one. Yeah. And then it'll disappear for like another month or two. And then they'll kind of flood in after that and then nobody wants them by that point so again i i feel like a lot of these i'm cool to see them experiment i'm really hoping it does well because otherwise you know it could hose the brand Mm -hmm. but uh, between doing super seven and the retro figures that they charge an obscene amount of money for and the red figures and a lot of the other merchandising they're doing with all these third parties that are not hasbro and they're basically non-transformables i feel like it's it's uh, it's it's overkilling the brand mm-hmm. so I, I really don't i don't have high hopes for, for the brand as far as it, as a whole like i third parties doing better than the brand itself mm. and they're not even affiliated yeah my soapbox concludes <laughs> well and that's really sad because like you would think that they would want to like originally folks two and a half months ago and this stuff just started happening in real life for me for steve for whatever and nothing bad or anything like that but like it's one of the reasons why we didn't end up covering the 1027 hasbro event because just we were busy with other things and I watched part of that stream, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be cool. That new poster is cool, but none of the things they revealed at the 1027 event would be anything I would want. Like, I get it. It's a 40-year-old brand. Like you said, yes, they are always going to G1 it to death because it's G1, and that's where it started. But that event showed off a bunch of things that are, like, from... R.I.D. and 
and all this other stuff because those anniversary the the Armada and the Energon and the Cybertron anniversaries twentieth or whatever anniversaries are are coming up or upon us or whatever or past or whatever and I don't know where the brand overall is going to go like you know this the audience listening to the sound of my voice knows this i am a huge nostalgist i always have been i always will be but like you're saying there's only so much you can go back to and do there's only so many times even though they're going to do it because they know that like you said the the 86 studio series 86 optimus that's going to sell like hotcakes and it's going to become super rare and everything else but that's because it's optimus friggin prime it's a TFTM Optimus Prime and I don't know I, I, I like that it's still around but if Transformers needs to go away for look at Masters of the Universe Masters of the Universe went away for six years from 2002 slash 2003 to 2008 2008 is when the, the classics the original Mattel classics line came in on on Masters of the Universe, they went away for six years, and all of a sudden, you know, because they went away, they're like, oh, wait, this is back? This is great. So, hey, I don't think, somebody said to me, I forget who it was, I don't think it was you, it was somebody else, recently about, I wonder if they've actually ever taken a couple of years off. And in the last 40 years, I don't think so. Maybe you could maybe say between 92 and 96, between the end of G1, G2, beginning of Beast Wars, but they were still selling stuff. Well, they didn't technically, because if you count right. the UK, mm-hmm. they were coming out with new Transformers figures that eventually got rolled into part of G2 and part of Machine Wars. Right. Like and then a, they came out with Beast Wars around the time that they retooled some of the UK stuff for, uh, and some of the G, late G two stuff for Machine Wars. Right. So yeah, and exactly. I feel like if they move the direction of Machine Wars, I feel like they could salvage the franchise and start anew without creating. Like they they would have like complete freedom to create a whole new untied universe there. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. My two cents. But next year, we will have some Beast Wars. Uh, Some of it's sprinkling out now, like Snarl, or uh, um... He's he's basically a Tasmanian devil. It's uh it's Snarl from the Beast Wars line, but he's like Tasmanian kid from Beast Wars Second mm. or Beast Wars Neo or something. I'm not sure which. Uh but I'm interested in that. It's a core class. I used to have the original. This one just looks cooler. I, I it's if I saw it, I might pick it up, but I I'm not gonna go out of my way for it. And the same thing with they're coming out with a new, like the first time they've tackled a Fusor since Beast Wars. Uh, they're coming out with a new Voyager class, Silverbolt. Which, mm-hmm. again, I may or may not, just depends on, you know, like I'm not going to go out of my way, but if, you know, I see it at the store, possibly. It's going to use the wings tooling from uh, Air Razor and, and Terrorsaur, so that'll, you know, allow him to <laughs> fold up his wings. Uh, but, I mean, it it'll be a cool figure in general to see kind of hit the hit daylight there 
Uh, and then we have the Tiger Hawk, which I've heard there's issues with <coughs> um, quality control. Uh, mm-hmm. Not surprising, but again, I mean, we're, we are talking about, yes, they, they seem to hit that 90% mark where something's awesome, and then that 10%, they drop the ball. Mm-hmm. Whether it be paint, whether it be a face sculpt, transmetal to Legacy Megatron, uh, it, it it's it's so bad, like a third party, not TransArt, but a third party came out with a knockoff oversized transmetal to Megatron that's basically an upsized legacy figure with premium paint that looks just like it spit out of the show. And they, they've given him a better face sculpt, which is basically taking the transmetal Megatron's head, you know, and shoving it in the, the dragon tail. They fixed the, the dragon tail where it attaches to the head. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't look like it's just this weird, you know, arm sticking out. Like, they have clips that actually attach around the part now. Uh, so, I mean, like, they've improved it. But the only... <laughs> the main gripe with people is... Uh, you remember the the other third-party Dragon Megatron I had at one mm-hmm. point? Yep. This figure is an inch and a half taller. Oh, my God. It's a knockoff oversized legacy. Like, it's not... The one that I had was almost verbatim spit out of the show other than like the head sculpt was kind of weird but it was basically verbatim spit out of the show this one the legacy oversize overall is uh but it still takes that artistic influence of the you know the the legacy line like war for cybertron did so i and it's and it's like a fraction of the cost it's like just under half of what the other one that i did have is you know for the cost but my you know and it's basically double of what the standard release legacy figure was my only gripe with the legacy figure is the paint sucks and they put the wrong face sculpt other than that like i don't i don't hate the size like the the massive size is the only deterrent for me on those third-party ones uh, if it was in scale with Optimal Optimus from Transart, sure, I, I'd go that route. But I, they've a lot of them are so huge. I've got the regular Masterpiece and the Transmetal. I don't want the Dragon Masterpiece bad enough to take <laughs> up that amount of space. Because the other two are the ones that I like. But, yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The only Dragon Megatron I've ever wanted is that... The cloak. Okay, well, yes, technically Beast Machines, but the only, like, Red Dragon Megatron I've ever wanted is that damn statue that they had at that one convention a couple of years ago. <laughs> that big the ass... Prime One Studios. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the Silver Bolt. Uh, I will lump that in here with um, the Rhinox... I think we already talked about these, actually, now that I'm looking at these pictures. I think we talked about these in a previous episode, but folks, it's been two and a half months. I barely remember yesterday. But the uh, the Voyager Silver Bolt official images starts back in October. Uh, he looks really good in robot mode. He looks good in both modes, but I love the robot mode more than the, than the, the flying wolf mode a little bit. And then that Rhinox, man. Ooh. Just give me the chain guns of doom pose, and that's all I need. Like, 
and it's there. Then we got, uh, again, I think we did talk about this uh, at some point. Again, refresher, folks, for us anyway, at least for me. Takara Tomy Transformers Dramatic Capture Series Nemesis Bridge, Shockwave Megatron, and Soundwave Official Images. Man, these things just look cool. <laughs> like, even the tank mode on Megatron, like, just to... I think that's the best G1 tank mode we've ever seen. Yep. The thing is, that that tank, man. Whew. Damn. So there's that. Uh, you mentioned the... Uh, 40th anniversary retro reissues for Blaster and Soundwave, so those are coming. I like some of the newer articles now, because the one I pulled up again was from October, but some of the newer articles where it shows, like, not, it's not necessarily in-hand images, it's, um, I guess it is, uh, side-by-side comparisons, or somebody did a, did a thing where it was like, this is what this blaster looks like, and then this is what the new one looks like. It was really cool seeing the differences between, uh, the, the two. Gary Chalk and David Kay both put out their 2023 Christmas greetings. Those. Which is always cool. Yep. You gotta watch Gary's first and then watch David's because David uh, mentions Gary's. Uh, um, and with Gary's uh, holiday greeting at the end of it, he did a little remembrance of Pauline Newsom, or Newsom, uh, who was the voice actress for Air Razor because she had passed away this year, which is very, very sad. And then uh, James Etock over at Serial Geek TV unearthed the Transport to Oblivion um, original studio sessions of Classic Transformers. So the original voice sessions, so that that was a cool listen. I listened to that. Uh, I listened to it more than watched it, but but yeah, so there's that. And uh, yeah, then we get into the comics because the comics are, are back, folks. Holy crap, are the comics We are Two Mikes, Two Furious, a podcast where we watch every episode of Transformers Animated and discuss from two different points of view. I'm Mike Seibert, and I've never watched Transformers Animated before, and guiding me on this journey is author Michael Andrews. Hello! Yes, longtime Transformers Animated fan, serial rewatcher. I've seen it plenty of times. So if you've never watched Transformers Animated but always wanted a reason to, now's your chance. Likewise, if you've binged the series several times, it's a great reason to watch through again with us. Because regardless, if you're a seasoned vet or a newbie, there's something for every fan. Because I ask questions. Why is Prowl such a dick? <laughs> so that he can be not a dick later, I think is the answer. Subscribe to Two Mics Too Furious on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. Are we coming off furious enough? I feel like we're not living up to the... Are, are we supposed to be, like, more angry, more fired up? We're, we're really in a good mood. We really enjoy talking to each other. Hey, welcome to the last Comic Shop Podcast! A comic book podcast that actually talks about comics. Yep, each week we open the shop up and read and discuss a comic. Sometimes we pair that up with comic book movies or TV shows. Or not. Lots of times it's just comic books and sound effects. Oh, yes. Definitely lots of sound effects. 
So tune in on all the major podcasting platforms to The Last Comic Shop Podcast. Or check out our library of evergreen shows at www.lastcomicshoppodcast.com. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Mark Who 42's Universe Podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Mark Who 42's Universe Podcast from the universe and beyond. What's up, folks? My name is Mike, and I am the host of the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast, your favorite Transformers-adjacent podcast, and I've got 60 seconds to tell you all about my show. Good thing I've got a catchy theme song to do most of the work for me. I also talk about the Transformers, the movie, about as much as I talk about Boba Fett. My guests are independent artists who tell their stories and give terrific advice about pursuing your creative interests, and I encourage you to do the same thing, even if I can't take my own advice. Gravity is not my first best strength, but you can subscribe to Mike Seibert Radio on most podcast apps so you never miss an episode. Make a choices. Want to learn a bit about the Transformers? Think you know everything about Cybertron, but are looking to learn a little bit more? Enroll today at Transformers University Podcast. Each episode will tackle a piece of Transformers history, starting in 1984 and marching our way up to today. Hosted by me, Anthony Brucali, three-time Emmy Award winner and consulting producer on Netflix's The Toys That Made Us, and lifelong Transformers fan, we'll go on a journey through cartoons and comics, toys and movies, and all the weird esoterica from around the world, chronicling the adventures of everyone's favorite robots in disguise. Listen to Transformers University on iTunes, Google, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Transform and roll out! Discover a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 60 and TF Square One, this informal and chilled out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So have you had any uh, inkling to check out the comics? Have you looked at any of it other than the things that I've sent you about the stuff? 
I have not checked them out, but that's more so more so because I don't have access to read them. Okay. That's that's more so like why I haven't checked them out. Not that I'm not interested. I just I haven't come across it. So having not read it yet, I'm just kind of waiting. Yep. Uh but um, yeah, I mean I it's I I wish them luck and all the best in it, but yeah, I, I have no frame of reference. I mean they're they're doing reprints already, so it must be doing well for them, so but uh, but yeah, so we're gonna go in order here. A couple of months because uh, of solicitations for January coming up next month. Uh, Bring us Transformers issue number four to the Energon Universe publication schedule via Previews World. When the Decepticons attack the Autobots at their weakest moment, an unlikely new hero joins the battle with human and Transformers robot lives at stake. Can Optimus Prime unlock the true power behind the Matrix of Leadership to save them both? So, very, very cool. Written and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson. Colors by Mike Spicer. John Boy Myers is also on colors. Orlando Arsena. Uh, and then on various... I think this was a panel somewhere in this article. They talk about how like how dependent the Energon University titles are on each other, and uh, Mangowitz says, hopefully our line is enough for the four main series right now that we're not overloading you. If you want to pick up everything, it's affordable, and if you don't, you're still going to get full storytelling experience if you just follow the Void Rivals or Transformers. Uh, on the level of violence, because the Skybound books are pretty violent, uh, Joshua Williams and I assume this Joshua Williams you read it. You read, read issue one of Transformers, and it's a little bloody. It's a little violent. So as I'm working on these books, I'm like, "Oh, I see how it is. How much more blood can I put into this book?" <laughs> and yeah, it's not your the Skybound books are not for kids. At some point, Skybound will do Transformers comics for kids, but. I don't think that's what the Energon universe is for. The Energon universe is for 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 us. And then uh, the artist on Void Rivals, De Felici, says, "Out of all of us, I'm the one that's less fueled by childhood nostalgia. I'm fueled by my curiosity for distorting these worlds because I'm from Italy. Transformers there were big, but not as big as here. For me, it's a very exciting." Every time, whenever Robert Robert Kirkman sends over a script and there's some name that I'm not very familiar with, going around and looking for references, it's always like a discovery because I know Transformers, but I'm not that familiar with the surrounding world of them. With some of the designs, I want to be as respectful as I can, but at the same time, I like to give a little spin or a new vibe or something. Uh, so... Yeah, that is that is very cool. So Transformers number four hitting stores in January, uh, and then was announced the uh, free comic book day twenty twenty four special. Discover all three new stories from Transform uh, from the Energon universe with stunning revelation for the worlds of the Transformers, GI Joe, and Void rivals from the biggest names in comics. This is one of the Energon universe's most explosive stories yet, but what else can you expect from a comic starring the baddest Decepticon of them all, said Sean Makowitz. 
SVP publisher Skybound, the launches of Void Rivals, Transformers, Duke, and Cobra Commander have reminded fans and retailers just how fun and surprising a comic book shared universe should be. Now this free comic book day special kicks off our second year of stories by making sure everyone gets a chance to check them out. So, yeah, they've got four series going on currently. Void Rivals is kind of its own thing, but Transformers it's all connected. But Void Rivals has original characters to it. It has its own original story. Transformers is Transformers and then the Duke miniseries and then the Cobra Commander miniseries. I just saw as of this recording on Instagram one of the guys talking about the Cobra Commander series on an Instagram reel where he was like, yeah, the Cobra Commander book wasn't even really in the plans. And then we were like, well, what if we make it a horror story? <laughs> He's n- I'm not kidding. Like, I will send you the reel so you can check it out. But I think I might have sent it to you. I don't remember. Anyway, but the point is the Cobra Commander series that they're going to be doing, I think it's just a mini series. Uh, I could be wrong. But yeah, they, they want to lean into the horror. So again, Universe for adults, <laughs> which is cool because that's that again. I know at some point they'll they'll go back down the line, especially once we get to Transformers on next year and and do all of that. Uh, so in February we've got uh, Transformers issue five. Starscream revives one of the most powerful Decepticons to eliminate the Autobots once and for all. Dun dun dun. So that's going to be interesting. And this is just still the first arc. Because the way that they're doing these stories is they're doing it every six issues. So Void Rivals has had its six issues. Transformers by Arch will have its... March 2024 will have its six issues. And then the next new arc will start. Uh, speaking of which, in March, Transformers number six, end of story arc, like I said, one will stand, one will fall. The Autobots versus the Decepticons, this is it, and someone isn't going to survive. Hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, the new story arc for Void Rivals starts with number seven, Derek and Salila traverse the northern wasteland. Danger looks or lurks around every corner. The Void Rivals corner of the Energon universe continues to grow as Proximus is on the hunt. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah. I am very excited. I, I'm not, like, I'm interested in the G.I. Joe stuff to see, but I'm more, I'm more excited for what Void Rivals is doing and what Transformers is doing because it's really fun. Okay. What was that? I said okay. Okay. I think that's all we have for the end of the year. Um, anything, any uh, big, good. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I don't know if we touched on, you know, Masterpiece Rhinox, uh, coming we, out. We did. I mentioned I, about the, I think we did. Yeah. yeah I, I mentioned about um, the chain gun of doom pose. Um, there's, uh, of course, show Z has, uh, uh, some, more release photos of some new figures uh aside from the they call them the uh the legacy upscale knockoff oversized uh transmetal 2 megatron is called black mamba rdo1 winged dragon beast on there 
Uh, which, you know, whatever. Cool. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, they have Tarantulas for Transart. Uh, they're still working on Dinobot Transmetal 2. They've got, like, test images with, you know, just quick print. And it looks spectacular, but he's the same size as, like, Transmetal Megatron. Right. So... I'm like, I don't need another 10-inch figure. And then Silverbolt is like 7-inch, and so is, and uh, I think Tarantulas is like 6. Uh, so they've got a Silverbolt coming, and they've got a Quick Strike coming, uh, although they've released the uh, release photos of their masterpiece, Quick Strike. Uh, now, and looks pretty awesome. I mean, shiny paint... Accurate head sculpt, accurate paint job, a lot of the same transformation maneuverability. I mean, it's not t- that much different than the original figure. Yeah. Uh, to warrant, you know, if if you have the original, I don't know if I would go out of my way. I mean, he has the shoulder pads, which the original release doesn't. It's got chrome on it, which I find it hilarious. Transart is doing vac metal, and theirs just looks spectacular. And Hasbro's like, ooh, vac metal bad. <laughs> yeah. They're like, it, it's, I, I think it's twofold. I think, one, they don't know how to make it last long term. And I think the other thing is, is that they're too cheap. Uh, yep. Much. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, in trans art stuff, don't get me wrong, it remains to be seen how long the vac metal lasts. Yeah. Uh, on these figures. But there's a lot of posability, a lot of maneuverability. You can, uh, uh, yeah. This the, Transart's knocking it out of the park with their uh their Predacons. Like they've got Ravage, they've got you know Transmetal Black Arachnia, they've got Transmetal Tarantulas, Quick Strike, Megatron. They're working on uh, Transmetal Two Megatron, uh, Dinobot Rampage, Death Charge. You know various other ones. Uh, honestly, like if you're gonna go masterpiece and you're gonna go third party, Transart's the way to go. Um, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm tempted by it, but like, it's, it's again, like I'm not. I've, I've had to look at things objectively. I'm like, do I need this? Is this like something that I have to have? Like Megatron, obviously, I'm gonna go after, but. <laughs> I, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm, I'm kind of at this point where I'm like limited shelf space. Don't know if I care enough, <laughs> yeah. but it, it's definitely cool to see. Uh, now there is another third party uh, robot. It's called Robot Toys RTO Two Tyrant Beast Wars Transformers Megatron, and don't yet know what he's going for. Uh, they mm. say fourth quarter 2023. I think it's more likely beginning of next year. Yeah, first quarter. Uh, they track. don't have paint, painted colors of him, like full paint. They have like kind of test shot. Unless this is really the paint that he's going to have, in which case I'll be like pass. But, um, mm. but if they if they paint him up and he looks cool, uh, it's more of a roboticized version of his original form. Yeah. So less of the fleshiness of the the beast form, and more of like, like how Grimlock is in Transformers. Yep. But he's he's basically a five inch figure, so a little bit bigger than Core Class, a little bit smaller than Deluxe, uh, but 
looks spectacular and honestly depending on cost i may pick this one up and then review it but uh, but yeah so i mean plenty of plenty of awesome stuff i'm waiting for transart to hit beast machines because yeah. <laughs> once they run out of trans metals, there's only one place to go. Oak, cloak, 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 cloak. Yes, cloak, I would cloak. love that. <laughs> I've trans. And I'm, they missed the they missed the ball too with their their trans metal uh, optimal optimus. Did they? Yeah, they could have had a uh, Beast Machines Megatron head. True. True. They they so missed the ball on that one. I was like, aww. But yeah. I think I've mentioned this before. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. But uh you really can't turn what I want. Can't turn Unicron into what I want, but uh can you imagine? Even if it was a six hundred dollar item. <laughs> Giant Beast Machines head Megatron, the same size as Unicron, the dishwasher size. <laughs> that I would mean, be amazing. It would be. <laughs> that would be amazing. So let's cut through the signal noise, shall we? Alright, folks. Hope everyone had a good holiday season. Uh, we are looking forward to the new year, the 40th anniversary of the brand, and everything that's going to be coming out uh, uh, next year for Transformers. This year we got the Bay Films done. Next year, I don't know what the hell we're doing for specialty stuff. I do know I want to get back to some more HTF Origins at some point. It's just uh, wrangling guests and all that. So, um, yeah. Anything else from you, sir? Uh, nope. Alright, well, I think you can close it out then, Megatron. So, thank you for joining us here on All Things Transformers. You can, of course, interact with us and the show on Twitter, or X, or whatever you want to call it, at SCP-21 and All Things TFV3. Uh, You can interact with Mike at TFG1Mike. This episode's post is also on all the other social medias, Facebook, and of course, always geekcastradio.com. Please leave comments and feedback. And until next time, transform and transcend. Where's my rubber ducky? In the toilet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
I wish to speak to my lawyer. <laughs>